Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course... Clay Edwards, live on 103.9 FM, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as on the TuneIn app, just search WYAB, as well as Alexa. Podcast is always available within about an hour of the show ending, so usually, barring me getting into any conversations out in the hallway, uh, by 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, the podcast is up, just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts or stream music or books or anything else. And it should be there for your listening pleasure. Be sure to share it with some folks. You hear something you like, something you agree with, something you disagree with. We like haters too around here. We need both. We need, we need, we want to be polarizing. We want people to love us and hate us. We need both of you. You want to chime in today? The phone line. Phone line's been a little quiet last few weeks. Let's wake that thing up some. 601-879-0002. You got anything you want to get off your chest? You want to you want to be heard? Today's a day. Bit of a free-for-all Monday. Open forum, as Kim Wade calls it. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. I was listening to Hugh Hewitt some this morning. See if I missed anything over the weekend. I did not. But Hugh had a question, and he was letting callers call in, and I kind of liked it. It was, we can continue it. If you could ask the presidential candidates anything coming up Wednesday at the debate, what would you ask them? Trump's not on the stage, so what would you ask the other ones? I'm curious. I've, uh, I do not have an answer myself just yet. But I would like to know what you guys think. Tell you what. I like it when people take me up on the phone calls. I believe we've got Mr. Dixon on the line here, let's say. Hey, good morning. Morning, Clay. How you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing good. How about yourself, Dixon? Not going to complain. It's just too hot, but I'm going to shut up because it might get worse. <laughs> Look, I asked Mr. Wade this question, and I'm going to ask you. You got your thumb on the political pulse, not only locally, but the national as well. One question I can't understand why... People in media haven't followed. Now, you know about the Burisma, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden connection with Ukraine and all of that, right? Yes, sir. Okay, let me ask you one question. If Joe Biden is on tape bragging about how he got a prosecutor fired in less than an hour so money could be released, was it Joe Biden or was it Joe Biden's boss? Who, by the way, was a guy named Barack Hussein Obama? 
That's my question. Why is everybody letting Obama off the hook? Because from my vantage point, if Joe Biden did something wrong with Ukraine, his boss had to at least know what was going on. And why is he giving a pass? Well, because it's racist to, um, to, to criticize Obama. Nobody wants to be a racist, Dixon. Are you, are you serious? I mean, I, I know it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but that's the way they've treated Obama with kid gloves ever since he got elected was if you disagree with Obama, you're a racist. Or if you question anything Obama-related, you're a racist. And I got one more question in this line because I know you got other things to talk about, but this just brought up something when you just made that statement. You remember when Obama got reelected in 2012? Mitch McConnell made a statement that struck me. He actually came out and said there will be no talk of impeachment. I'm wondering, and maybe some of you or some of your listeners, or maybe your friend Sean could tell us, did the Ukraine episode happen before he got reelected in 2012 or after? I'd have to Google it. But do you remember that statement that Mitch McConnell made? I do not. I do not. Well, you know what? Now that you say it, it does ring a bell. There will be no talk of impeachment. So if that's the case, we need to clean house all from top to bottom. Because the Republicans, in my view, are just as bad or just as weak and rotten as the Democrats. Look, I'll let you ponder that. Man, you be safe and stay cool this week. Hey, I'm with you, brother. Thank you, Dixon. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think what you're starting to see is America... I know there's far right, far left, culture war stuff going on. But beyond that, I think what you're starting to see is Americans realize it ain't about left, right. It's about top, bottom. It's about top and the bottom. They're all up there. We're all down here. This is a class issue. This is not there's, America doesn't have a race problem. America has a class problem. Um. That's why I think like this Anthony Oliver song blowing up like it has, how it hits so many people so quick. I mean, I heard it and it's like, oh crap, that's talking to me. Rich politicians. I mean, I love it, man. It just gets you going. We were in Shucker Saturday night. The DJ, shout out to Moose, played the song. The whole bar was singing every word in between like the booty music and stuff. <laughs> Like, if you're 300 pounds, you're five foot three, and you're 300 pounds, your welfare ought not be paying for your dang fudge rounds. I think that speaks to people, man. People are tired of busting their butts, having a third of their paychecks taken to go to nonsense like welfare recipients eating fudge rounds, or the Ukraine war, or all this other useless nonsense. These Democrats, and Republicans for that matter, have been going up to Washington, D.C., and here lately, all you hear is, nobody's above the law. Nobody's above the law. Well, these some SOBs have all been above the law for forever until here recently. Now it's like, oh, Trump, this was the line of demarcation. What Trump did was the line that couldn't be crossed. Now we're going to enforce the rules around here. Let's take a call from Derek. Good morning, Derek. Hey, good morning. My my question is, I would ask them what what is their con, their contingency plan or exit strategy for Ukraine? 
Because I think we've wasted a lot of money over there, and then the media constantly lies about how well Ukraine is doing. They paint this image of the lone Ukrainian soldiers fighting off the big Russian army, just like they tried to do with that female that time that dressed up in the military uniform. Going to find out she was a she was some type of um, bimbo model or something, right? No, and, or, uh, or, or, or remember the ghost of Kiev. Yeah, was that a video was that game. ended up being um, uh, a video game. Yeah. So my thing is, where is the real reporting of that war? And then how come they're not talking about the, the, about a third of the equipment we've sent to Ukraine? They've, they've gotten it destroyed. So yeah. that, that's the only thing I'm really sick of. I want to ask these worthless politicians is what, what, what is their plans about that? Secondly, another thing that has came back into the medium, um, have you been following the whole Black Farmers uh, of America thing and how they never got that money that Benny Thompson promised them? No. Yeah, that that was back in that, 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 that I've been hearing the advertisement about that that you know they released it, then they held the funds and everything. But you notice Benny Thompson has escaped all type of scrutiny because that used to be his number one, you know, campaign promise to those folks up in in the Delta. Now, don't get don't get me wrong; it was legitimately proven that the banks did discriminate against them. And I think they should get they just do. But they had not one person has held Benny Thompson liable for for the lies he told. Not one, Clay. So those would be my questions to, um, you know, the, 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 the uh, candidates. What do you plan about doing Ukraine? And then what do you plan on doing about, you know, correcting the wrongs that you admitted happened under your watch to those, the, to those farmers? Yep. I like it, brother. Anything else? Uh-huh. What else you got? Got it. That'd be all, bro. All right, man. Have a blessed one. Thanks, Derek. Uh-huh. That's why I love the callers of the show. You know, there's no way I can watch and listen to everything. So when you guys call in, we've all got our things that we're passionate about. I was talking to a buddy of mine, Robert, on Facebook the other day. He's really, really big, big, big in the national stuff. And he had posted something that I didn't even know had happened yet. By uh, The Bidens using email aliases. Apparently, a lot of presidents and people have been doing it. Uh, Obama and Hillary also did it. I didn't know it was a story. I was like, when, when did that happen? He's like, I was like, I missed that this morning. He's like, it happened three days ago. I was like, man, I really got to start paying more attention. He's like, well, you know, he's like, you keep up with the local stuff. I keep up with the national stuff. And that's what I like. That's why you should go join the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. You got a lot of intelligent people out there that are following a lot of different stuff and posting it in there. It's kind of an aggregate. We got a lot of funny, inappropriate memes, too. So if you like to laugh, feel free to join. Oh, Let's see here. We got a lot to talk about today. Kind of all over the place. But I want to go, go back to this top bottom thing before Derek's call uh, the Anthony Oliver, Oliver Anthony stuff. I've just been amazed at watching this song pull a lot of people together black, white, rich, poor, immigrants. I just, everybody is all over the song. They're doing rap remixes to it. I mean, it's, it's a phenomenon. I mean, I, I hope he can capitalize off of it soon enough but i think he'll be i think he'll be all right i was looking at his facebook post here and i really wanted to read this whole thing but it's just a bit long-winded and i don't do stuff justice but yeah i need to go to his facebook page oliver anthony music and read his post from three days ago and it's a picture of uh his family when they settled there in the appalachian mountains black and white picture you can't miss it but this man turned down an $8 million record deal in the last couple of days. 
People are like, oh, he's an industry psyop. He's a plant. A plant. He wrote. A, he had a song go viral from the mountains. I don't know. I don't know how you turn that into a plant. People like the music. Anyway, I digress. Um, he, he, I saw one of the guys in the comments, or maybe it was on one of the other Facebook pages I mentioned, just a music business page. They said, yeah, he may have turned down an $8 million deal, but he would have been $80 million in debt to get that $8 million. And that's how the record business works. John Rich made a great point, too, that it's funny, all these big record deals running out there to try to sign him. He said if he had been signed when he wrote that song, Rich Men, North of Richmond, we'd have never heard that song. They would have never let him release that song. So I find that interesting, too, because it's dang true. They would have never let him release that song. All right, when we come back, Mike Pence, the traitor, former vice president, Mike Pence was in town over the weekend at the book fair. And the uh, the the Jackson Pride folks, the um, the groomers, the same people that had an all age drag show out in front of the two museums last year during Pride Week, they're mad about it. Ugh, how could y'all make me get on the side of Mike Pence? This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're going to discuss it when we come back. Hi, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef. Hey, they're going to be in town this Friday. Get your orders in. Go to Stonington Farm. That's Stonington with two N's. Farm.com. Stoningtonfarm.com. If you can't remember that, get in touch with me. I'll send you the link. Clay at WYAB.com or the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Grass-fed, grass-finished. No grain, no hormones, no steroids, no antibiotics, and no MRNA in their beef. Trash in, trash out. There ain't no trash going in you, ain't going to be no trash coming out you. This is the real deal, best source of protein you're probably going to be able to get. If, you, if you're out there, you, you're working out, you're trying to stay healthy, trying to be careful. You know, it's a shame to put that much work into your body and, to, and all that to go get some old grocery store beef and put that trash back in that you're trying to keep out. So be mindful of that. I know there's a lot of people that listen to that. that blah, I can't talk this morning. There's a lot of people that listen to this show. That work out. You're probably in the gym right now with your headphones in. Shout out to y'all. Uh, I encourage you to try some grass-fed beef from Stonington Farm. They'll be up here Friday in Brandon, Florence, and Ridgeland at pickup points. So get in touch with them. You go to the website. You'll pick your order out. You'll call Miss Katie Stonington. The phone number is going to be on the website. Boom, you put your order together and go go meet them. They take cash or card. Here's the cool thing. You're like, man, well, Clay, I, I don't need that much beef. There's no minimum order. You can get just one pound of ground beef or one ribeye steak or whatever, and you're good to go. Or you can get up to a whole cow. That's right, a whole cow. So check them out. That's Stonington Farm. Try the grass-fed difference that is locally sourced right here in Mississippi, down in Perkinston, Mississippi. 
and everything's like ICQ frozen. That means it's individually frozen in an air, airtight bag. So it's just like being fresh. So check it out. Steinington Farms. All right, so change the subject real quick. During the break here, I was perusing the interwebs on Facebook, and I see that there's a big concert announcement out at Brandon Amphitheater for September 27th. Uh, Lena Del Rey. I, th- I think she's kind of like a techno artist or something like that. And not my cup of tea. I probably won't be there. But five minutes before I saw this concert announcement, I saw a video that Ricky Gray shared on Facebook. And it is of this Lena Del Rey concert where it looks like an energy wave hit the audience and knocked about five, 600 people down instantaneously. It's uh, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I'm going to go share that video now from Ricky's page to the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. If y'all want to see that, go join the Facebook group, Clay Edwards Show. I'm going to join, I'm gonna, or if you follow Ricky Gray, go look on his page at this video. Something happened. Some kind of energy wave. I know it sounds ridiculous if you're just hearing it on the radio, but I've watched it five times from multiple angles. Something caused all these people to, like they stuck a fork in a light socket and jumped back or something. Not sure what happened, but it's very, very interesting. Maybe she'll be bringing that ball of energy with her to the Brandon Amphitheater for her concert. (laughs) So, let's see here. I'm going to Ricky's page in live time here, so y'all bear with me. I just want to make sure I get this shared here, because I think it's it's pretty interesting here. Like, what the heck would cause that to happen? Don't forget, my question of the day is, if you can, or if you could ask one of the all right, here's this video. If you could ask one of the presidential candidates um, on the conservative side a question during Wednesday's debate, what would you what would you ask them? What would you ask them? Again, uh, Derek called in, had a good one. So I'm interested. 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. Uh, shout out to Casey. He is uh, in the gym right now listening to the show. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm reading a few texts here, so y'all bear with me. It says, Clay, between you and me, that song was a 100% industry plant. Highly organized at the time of the release. Still doesn't take away from the message by John Rich. Orchestrated the whole thing. Just don't tell anyone I told you that. People are emotional. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who's... This, I will not read your name on the air. Anyway, yeah, I mean, there's some people who really think that song was an industry plant. Maybe it was, but man, it it does not take away from the message. I mean, it was a little organized with the West Virginia music page and all that stuff, but hey, whatever. I'll take a, I wish the industry would plant more stuff like that and a little bit less, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Luke Bryan hater. Like, I, I can enjoy music for what it is. Everything doesn't have to be a, every song doesn't have to be a rich man north of Richmond. Like, I, I like just good, fun music, too. Again, Poison's my favorite band of all time. I'd rather see Poison than the Beatles. I'd rather see Poison than Led Zeppelin. You know, I'd rather see Poison than just about anybody. So I, I, I get it. I, I get 
Like music can just be fun too. It doesn't have to have a serious meaning. So again, I, I can go enjoy a Luke Bryan concert. Hell, I, I had front row tickets for this one this past week that got canceled. But we just don't need. I don't know if we need any more Luke Bryans right now. If we, I don't think we need any more Kane Browns right now. I think we got enough of that. I think we need more of this kind of stuff. Like I don't agree at all with like Tyler Childress' most recent video and all that nonsense. But I like his music. I like Zach Bryan's music. I mean, you know, after listening to his interview with Joe Rogan the other day about the whole Bud Light deal and all this that and the other, well, you know, he's got a sister that's gay, that's married to a trans guy, whatever, man. Teach their own. You know, as long as you're leaving kids alone, I don't care. Anyway, let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay, I hope you're having a good day. Um, Just to um, what I would ask a presidential candidate is um, what would they do to restore our sovereignty as a nation and secure our freaking border? Yeah, how about just close it? (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have no problem with immigration whatsoever. Get in line, fill out the paperwork, um, do the Pledge of Allegiance, speak English, get a job, pay taxes. Be a law-abiding citizen. I have no problem with that. It's the illegal immigration that needs to be stopped. It does. I mean, look, I think everybody is fine with legal immigration. I don't know how they've taken the word immigration and hijacked it to mean everything. You know, that if you're against illegal immigration, you're somehow against immigration. I don't think anybody's. I mean, I'm a nationalist. I'm all about America first, but I am pro-immigration legally. Yeah. I mean, this country, they love to say this country is a country of immigrants. It's a country of legal immigrants. Right. I mean, I mean, past our founding fathers coming over here. But, hey, you know, uh, we won. We, we we won that war. So That's right. we, we won the ability to come over here and take this country. I mean, it is what it is. We've been in charge yeah. for 300 years. That's right. All right, brother. Have a good day. You too. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's take another call here this morning. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Corey, I, I hate to call back to back, man, but to let it back on the caller's point, why, why is it that um, Indians and Arabs can go over here and speak perfect English? But yeah, they make excuses why Hispanics can't speak it. That's a great question. I've never thought about that until you just said it. Yeah, they do come over here and, you know, they can at least communicate. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of people that's, that's for illegal immigration. They'll lamp, lampoon somebody for talking talking about them not being able to speak English, right? But I noticed the Indians don't have a problem with it, or, or the or the or the Arabs for that matter. Now I don't mind you speaking your foreign language amongst your your kin, but the Hispanics they don't even make an effort to learn English. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you know, I, like I said, the caller made a good point on that. Yeah, I, I, now I will say this. So you know, I'm in I'm in retail, and I, I deal with a lot of different people do, of of all walks of life, and I I have sold a couple of Mexican guys trucks here lately, and English was definitely not their first language, but they were able to speak just enough between two of them, um, to 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 buy a vehicle and understand what I was saying, and so on and so forth. So I, I know what you're saying. But and I'm sure I know there are plenty out there who can't speak a lick of it, lick of English. Um, go to a Mexican restaurant on any Friday or Saturday night, and the guy that brings your chips and salsa can you typically can't understand a word that you're saying. You got to get to that next layer, the, the the server or the bartender to have any actual communication. So they're definitely out there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I guess they're saying um, money is the universal language, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Take care, brother. You too, brother. Take care. <laughs> yeah, um, look, man, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day. We we're on our way out to my birthday dinner, and I, I, I played her. We got to talk about immigration for some reason. We, we never talk politics. But somehow or another, we got on the conversation of, like, immigration. And I was like, you know, I, was, I, I really, I, that's the one thing that I, I've changed my mind on some. I, I'm really more open to, to on the, to the immigration thing, legal immigration. I, I don't. I've I've met a bunch of really good um, Mexican people here lately, over the last few years, and the whole build the wall thing. I, I don't know. I'm still for building a wall. I'm still for legal. Uh, I'm still against illegal immigration, but I my my heart has softened a little on my immigration stances, as long as you're here legally. I used to be very nationalistic about it, and um, I've definitely changed my tune a bit on that. All right, let's take a break, come back, I'll read some more of your text, and I want to get into, I meant to do it this last segment, got sidetracked, I want to get into the Mississippi Pride, the Jackson Pride folks, boycotted the book fair, because they said it was just too dangerous, with Mike Pence there. These are the same people that hosted an all-age drag show outside our two Mississippi museums. We're going to get to that. We're going to lead the next segment with that. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. Hey, real quick, how about a quote of the day? Instead of asking yourself why you're surrounded by clowns, Ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. That's why I left Jackson. I got tired of going to the circus every day. All right. Let's see here. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Watchman Security Services. I was at a buddy of ours house yesterday, a little pool party. Shout out to Blake and Mindy for the invite, and uh, actually ran into our good friend. It'll be on here next from 9 to 10, Miss Allison Tharp now, no longer Noe, Miss Allison Tharp and and her her husband and some other folks. Who all over there? Uh, shout out to my friends over at Own Duty Unlimited. Anyway, just a good good crew of people, and we got to talking about home security, and, and they, they were talking about Amazon security cameras and doorbells and all that, and, and I said, well, you know, have you considered upgrading to Watchman Security? You know, actually getting some good stuff. And they was like, actually, I've got their number in my phone. So already working on it. So that's good stuff there. But look, are you in the market for a new home or business security system? Do you need cameras, indoor, outdoor, remote gate access, any of that stuff, you need a panel you can watch everything on in your home. I mean, they got it all. I mean, get you a real deal security system system that's not tied into the Amazon cloud or the ability for people at Amazon to check in and watch or listen to what you have going on in your home. I mean, I know that I've mentioned that you can listen to this on Alexa. I, that's if you're silly enough to have an Alexa device in your home. I mean, use it, I reckon. But be very careful about the things you say around Alexa. I mean, I, I, our TV's already listening to us. Our phones are already listening to us. I don't know that I want to invite Amazon into my house to listen or watch also. I'm getting off track here. Check them out online. They've been in business since 1977. 
WatchmanSecure.com. Chris and Nathan Knight, good folks. Uh, Godspeed to Mr. Knight, the elder. Uh, he had a, a little accident the other day. Had to have a little emergency surgery. We hope he's doing well. Good, good, just car folks too, man. I mean, they like hot rods. The part of the Mississippi Hot Rod Association, I believe that's the name of it. They're at all the car shows. They're at cruising the coast. I mean, these they're they're Mississippians. Support them. That's that's all we asking of you. You need a home security system. Let them come out and give you an estimate. Even if you don't do business with them, let them know you heard about them. You know, I think you will end up doing business with them once you get out there and they can they can sell their service to you. They they can sell it to you better than I can. But give them a shot. That's Watchman Security Services, and you can get them online at WatchmanSecure.com. All right, let me get back to my show notes here real quick. You know, I got one more thing I want to play. One more thing I want to play here before we get into the Mike Pence stuff. I, I ran across this. I ran across this on Facebook the other day, and it's from a movie from 1979. The movie's called The Network. And it lets you know that it's it's always been bad. This is from 1979, and if I hadn't have told you that, you could swear this is from today. This is a newscaster that's that's lost his mind on the set here. And it's very interesting. Here we go. Depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has... All right, so I should have probably listened to the whole thing before I played it. I had my hand on the trigger over there, so I think we got that. Anyway, get mad. I want you to get mad. It's crime in the streets. The Russians. People are out of work. It sounds like a uh, Oliver Anthony song. Get mad. You can go see that video. It's on the Clay Edwards Facebook page, or the Save Jackson page, whatever you want to call it. I shared it a couple days ago. You can listen to the full uncensored version there. All right, let's get into... The pedophiles being angry. The groomers are mad. They're mad that Mike Pence came to town. And frankly, I am too. I ain't no Mike Pence. I think he's a traitor. What he did to our president, Donald Trump. And people can argue with me all the time. Well, Clay, you know, it's just a, it's just a, uh, it's just a ceremonial thing. 
he didn't really have any control over um over Trump becoming president or not. Well, it was just a ceremonial thing. Why, after the January 6th window breakings, did did they rush back in there and they had to finish up their little ceremonial thing? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't. I believe it was more than just ceremonial. I believe that he very well could have refused to sign off on that deal. Sorry, I'm uh, scrolling to my link here. I thought I had it saved in my notes, but I know I shared it last night. All right, here we go. This is on WAPT. Let's see here. Is there a video? Book security. Oh, anyway, I'm just going to read it. Sorry. Sometimes I just share. I, I save the links. Because I really do like to listen to stuff and read stuff in live time. Like give you all my true reaction to it in the moment. And not just be so pre-planned. All right. So it says, Mississippi. Capital City Pride has withdrawn volunteer support of the Mississippi Book Festival. They made the decision after learning former governor, I mean, sorry, former vice president Mike Pence would attend the event in Jackson to promote his book, So Help Me God. We feel like as an organization, we couldn't volunteer this year because he's everything we're against, says Jason McCarty with Capital Pride, Capital City Pride. The organization has in past years hosted a breakfast for the writers, but because Pence, a presidential candidate, has been outspoken about his opposition to same-sex marriage, and supports a nationwide ban on gender-affirming care for trans minors, they pulled out of this year's event. <laughs> the first thing they pulled out of. He is not safe. He is not safe for us. And so to be here could potentially not be a safe space while he's here, McCarty said. How can, a, how can an author that writes a book come to a book festival, yet they want to ban books? McCarty believes that Mike Pence is attending the event for political motives. Why are you here? Why are you here, Mike Pence? He's running for president. That's why he's here, McCarty said. Though, though the LGBTQ plus community, remember the plus sign is for pedophile, community doesn't agree with Pence's presence. They made a point to still support a local event. Luckily, there's a lot of balance here at the book festival. And there are a lot of people, a lot of different groups represented, blah, 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 blah. We don't care. <laughs> Just at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I don't care. You know, these are the same people, again, that support drag queen shows, all-age drag queen shows. I've got the video still. Frankly, I mean, I'm uncomfortable even having the video. But I had the video still. It's posted up on multiple of my YouTube channels, this, that, and the other. I have it in my phone. Of them, shout out to Ella Malding, too, for for having the courage to go in there and film this stuff and to be around these sickos. But at last year's Capital City Pride event, brought to you with some, by some major sponsorship now. And I'm going to go back and look at the flyer. A lot of major sponsors who say they, they, they can't advertise on the Clay Edwards show because it's too controversial. But they'll sponsor drag queens, an all-age drag queen show, at the two museums. You know, I rarely have I called out the Capitol Police, or never have I called out the Capitol Police for anything. But guys, I need to know where y'all were at while drag queens were dancing for kids in downtown Jackson at a state museum. 
Y'all should have been in there with your batons, just just whooping them, son. Taking them straight to jail. Perp walk. Just have them doing the perp walk. Oh. <laughs> uh, texture says, old Pence can't get support from anyone. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, man. Let's see here. I got some video of Pence getting escorted into Jackson. Uh, somebody shared it with me. He, uh, I seriously, I mean, talk about not, not, I'm sure there were some rhino Republicans down there. As a matter of fact, I saw some pictures of some. They were just itching, your Delbert Hoosmans of the world, just itching to meet Mike Pence. Get a picture with Mike Pence. Bro, I'm so about this, I'm so about this cause. You know, I, don't, I, I hate George Bush now too, right? I mean, I think it, it, history has shown us that George Bush was not our guy. He was not, now neither was Al Gore. But history has shown us that George Bush was not on our side. I have an autographed photo of George and Laura. It says, to Clay Edwards, thank you for your grassroots efforts, blah, blah, blah. Hand signed. I have it framed in the bottom of a box somewhere at my house. I, I refuse to hang it in my house. Uh, it only still exists because I have a box of stuff that I think will be cool for my kids to look at when I'm dead and gone. Uh, old nightclub flyers, concerts I brought to town, you know, just that kind of stuff. I haven't added anything new to that box in a while. But uh, I, I would not go get a photo with Mike, with Mike Pence to throw in that box is the moral of my story. Let's take a break, come back, close out the first hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM. W-Y-A-B. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Live here on 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. Uh, instead of doing an ad read here, let's read some of your text messages uh, on the Guns and Gear text line. 769 Four. Steven says, Poison over Led Zeppelin. Have you lost your mind, fool? In the rain is the greatest song ever. Hey, man, I'm just calling it like it is here. I'm just calling I don't do what's popular. I do what I like. <laughs> it's gotten me pretty far in life. Um, unknown texture. Happening right now. Crime scene for dead body right next to WOBT TV station. Yeah, I saw that. I got that breaking news thing right there. Yeah, d- I'm going to say here, I mean, of course, obviously, we know it could be murder in Jackson, but a lot of homeless folks in that area, it it could be um, a homeless person has expired. So we'll um, we'll, we'll wait to pass judgment on that till they till they let us know kind of what happened there. Uh, I know that shower power is right down the road from there. So a lot of homeless folks are in and out of that area. So that very well could be a, a homeless person that expired of some sort of natural causes but in jackson you never know uh gunshots are about dying of gunshots is about a natural cause in jackson it happens so often <clears throat> so, the, the the way this guy governs and the way he panders to criminals i'm sure he would love to see death by gunshot deemed a natural cause so they could quit sending his voters to jail all right this is the clay edwards show we'll be back after the top of the hour news break here on wyab
All right, we're back live on 103.9 FM. This is Clay Edwards, and of course, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I named it after myself, so I wouldn't forget the name of the show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Get over there, see us this week. Be there all day. Well, that's a lie. I ain't there all day. I'm there from about 11.30 to 6, Monday through Friday. I'm in and out on Tuesdays. Tuesdays an appointment-only kind of day. If you're coming, let me know. I'll meet you there. If you're not, I won't. <laughs> but don't let it stop you from going. Hey, look, we got a ton of trucks in. Man, they are selling fast. I have not seen trucks sell this fast in a while. The market is finally adjusting on the used car side a little bit. Prices are starting to come down some. and uh, We're reflecting that in our pricing as well. People are literally showing up. I don't want to say fighting over trucks, but we ain't having to negotiate much because the deals are apparently so good that people are showing up two and three, <coughs> excuse me, two and three people at a time on the same vehicles. It happened three times this weekend. Obviously, we ain't got to negotiate much from the next person sitting there ready to buy. It tells me that we're pricing these things too cheap. Casey, we need to raise the prices. Anyway, check them out before we do. LSAutoplex.com. Got a nice selection of F-150s, F-250s. And we even got a few SUVs out there. People ask me a lot. Well, man, why don't y'all have many Chevrolets and GMCs? Well, look, I got a Chevrolet bow tie tattooed on my arm, on one of, one of my arms here. So I, I'm not an anti-Chevy guy. But if it was made after 2015, the transmissions ain't no good. You know, Casey put his name on that building. It's Ellis Autoplex. You know, when your name is on the building, you know, you don't want to put anything out in the community that can leave people on the side of the road. You, know, you, don't, you don't want that bad juju out there. I, I didn't grow up necessarily being a Ford guy. Like I said, I got a Chevy tattoo. I, I really love Toyota more than all of them. I know that's blasphemous, but whatever. We get Toyotas, too. Anyway, that's why we don't have a whole lot of Chevys on the lot, unless the transmissions have already been replaced. It's caused between about eighty and 120,000 miles on Chevrolets built between 15 and 18. And frankly, some of the newer ones, too. We just don't get that many vehicles newer than 2018. It's just they have transmission problems. And uh, you don't want to have to buy a transmission. I trust me. You're talking about four or $5,000. So, anyway, don't forget we buy vehicles, too, at Ellis Autoplex, so bring yours by. If you're looking to sell it, let us scratch you a check for it. No sense in dealing with the marketplace maniacs or the Craigslist crazies. We will write you a good check on a local bank that you can cash today at Ellis Autoplex. Shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. All right. You know, one of the one of my favorite topics around here, Oh, yeah, Jackson is sitting at 60 homicides. That's relevant to this. Um, let's see, is there any video here? All right, that's a news conference. I'm a, I'm a, again, I do this stuff in live time sometimes. I don't know if I want to play this whole thing, but let's check real quick. How about this? The zoo. Without going down a long rabbit hole here. This is on WLBT. Do not touch the zoo. Council member, community leaders speak out against talks of closing West Jackson Park. A Jackson City Councilman is calling talks to defund the zoo a knee-jerk reaction to a budget shortfall. And it's an action that he says, if taken, would hurt not only West Jackson, 
but the city as a whole. Ward 5 Councilman Vernon Hartley was asked, I'm sorry, was joined by several community leaders Friday to stand against closing the Century Old Park. He said the city shouldn't sacrifice the historic facility on West Capitol solely to free up money for the 2024 budget year. We can't just come out with some knee-jerk reaction and say, okay, cut it, he said. It doesn't work like what? It doesn't work that way. There's too much money involved, too many people involved, our future's involved, our past is involved. There's too much money at stake here for some for some spearheaded type correction, he continued. Don't touch the zoo, leave it alone, because if it if you break the zoo, you're gonna break a whole lot of other things as well. The press conference comes just days after council members discuss closing the zoo as a way to cut costs in light of other needs, such as raising property insurance premiums and demands for firefighters pay increases pay them dang firefighters too by the way we stand with the firefighters parks and recreation is seeking 1.6 million to fund the zoo for the 2024 fiscal year the amount is far less than what the park has brought in this year in revenue just 75,000 that's weird the number was 50,000 the other day I can't imagine that it made another 25,000 over the weekend who was making 25,000 dollars a weekend you know, we could talk. So the physical year runs October 1st of the current year to September 30th of the following year. If we had a 100% increase, 110% participation increase, that's only $110,000, Councilman Aaron Banks said. You did 200%, that's still not even 10% of the $1.8 million. Look, I, I kind of chuckle when uh, Vernon Hartley says that you, it's going to kill West Jackson. It's going to hurt West Jackson. If you remove the zoo. Bro, hurt have you been through West Jackson lately? I I don't think you can hurt it anymore. The the damage is done. We've all got memories of the zoo for the most part. You know, we all have, I have memories of the Metro Center. Right? These memories of when Jackson didn't suck. Is why I even do this radio show. It's why I started the Save Jackson page. So I got into all this, you know, because of my nostalgic memories of the zoo and Metro Center and Jackson as a whole when death by gunshot wasn't a natural cause. But even I have to <clears throat> even I have to sit here and say it's way past time to close the zoo. I hate seeing these iconic uh, things go away. But until this leadership can get situated and you get some real leadership in there with vision past being the most radical city on earth, it's a losing proposition. They've, they've pillaged the budget for all their other nonsense, NGOs and all that. But all that aside... I 100% agree with Aaron Banks. The zoo's made fifty, sixty thousand dollars this year, up to seventy-five. I guess if you believe this story, it was fifty thousand the other day. It, even if you doubled what it's currently doing, that's still only two hundred thousand dollars, hundred fifty thousand, whatever. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. I understand that Parks and Rec isn't going to be profitable, but the zoo should be. 
the zoo should make enough money to fund all that stuff, in my opinion. You got to get, you know, you know it's bad when the city council is finally talking about closing the zoo. Now remember last time there were talks of moving the zoo over to Little Floor's Bluff, and the city claimed racism on itself. Oh, it's racist to move it out of West Jackson. How can it be? The city's 80% black. How can anything the city decide to do be racist to the other part of the city? Like None of the white supremacists have control of Jackson, Mississippi. Only the black supremacists have control of Jackson, Mississippi. There's no, there's, there's only racism coming from one side to the other in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, the majority are the racist. <laughs> At the close the zoo, send it out with a bang. Not in the gang, Jacksonians. I don't mean with explosions and gunfires when I say a bang. Have a farewell party. Invite people out. One last hoorah. And let the zoo go. Put it out of its misery. They should have never moved away from the friends of the zoo and all that stuff, but whatever. I'm not that well versed in it, but I know it was thriving the best it could prior to Chalkway becoming mayor. And boy, it went downhill fast. It went downhill fast. You know, just like everything, Jackson's an eighty percent black city. We gotta have a black garbage man. Jackson's an eighty percent black city. We gotta have a black water guy. Jackson's eighty percent black city. We gotta have black people running the zoo. Then they get mad when I say that, by the way, these black Democrats have done a terrible job running Jackson. They tell you the whole time, everything's blackity, black, black, black. Everything's got to be black. But the second you say, acknowledge, yes, you're black. Black Democrats are not doing a good job running this city. You're a racist. Well, hold on. You've been sitting here telling me that everything has to be black because you're black. And I say, okay, you're right and it hadn't worked, then I'm the bad guy for agreeing with you. Make it make sense, Jackson. Make it make sense. You can't. You can't make it make sense. What do y'all think? I, I think I know the answer at this point. What do y'all think? Should we close the zoo? I was, the, I was with some people the other night, and they're like, oh, they just need to move the zoo to Brandon or Pearl. I was like, the city of Jackson owns the zoo. They're not moving it to, to Rankin County. I mean, uh, Rakia Lamumba is mad that they've moved the Jackson Water Department phone line call center to Rankin County. They ain't moving the zoo to Rankin County. That just goes to show, like, who's running the, who is running City Hall down there? Why, why, is, why is Sister Lamumba releasing statements talking about the, the City Water Department's call center being moved to Pearl. I mean, it is kind of weird. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. But if you want people to work, they're going to go where they feel safe. Now, I, I get to, I have lots of conversations with people who are in and out of Jackson. Or used to be in and out of Jackson. They're like, man, we moved our business because of this, that, and the other. I mean, just all kind of crazy stuff. You know, a lot of the stories I can't really confirm. But you hear a lot of wild stuff. And I believe every bit of it. I believe every bit of it. I was talking to a guy. Uh, we had my birthday dinner at um, Ceramis Saturday night. 
I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he was telling me a story about when he worked in Jackson. He pulled up to work. And this is just one of a million stories I could tell like this. He pulls up. There's two guys passed out at the gated entrance of his business in a car. He tries to wake him up, whatever. He, he calls JPD. Like, hey, man, y'all need to come. Y'all need to come get these people out my entranceway. Anyway, 45 minutes later, he calls the Hines County Sheriff's Department first. They kind of thought it wasn't not my job, not my job. But Jackson, Hines County is the epitome of what not my job looks like. So then he calls JPD. And 45 minutes later, somebody gets out there. And they're like, well, what do you want us to do? Look, he, he, they're, they're passed out behind the wheel, blocking the entrance to our property here. We can't get in. So apparently some JPD, some big boy pulls up in like a big high dollar Audi and gets in the other people's car. No, no, no. Gets those people out of, the, out of the car they're passed out in. Well, and keep in mind, this is why JPD is going on here. They get them in the other car. They get them down the road. Then they come back and they get this other car. And my buddy said, well, what's going on there? The JPD cops said, it's none of your damn business what's going on. Like, so I'm going to tell you what I think was going on. I think, again, you got some old Lumumba's friends. Think they run the city, which obviously they do. They think right. Then they run the city. Just out there got so banged up, drunk and high or whatever else, that they just parked in a, at the entrance. Uh, I, I guess at least they got off the road. But they park at the entrance of a building. The cops show up, realize who it is, and they clean it up. And then tell the business owner, it's none of your damn business what they were doing. Y- y'all make it real hard to continue to be pro-cop around here sometimes when you get stories like this. It makes it real, real difficult. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys. Are you experiencing... Uh, roof damage here lately. I had a friend had a tree fall on his roof the other day. He called. He said, hey, Clay, who do I need to call about a roof? Who do I need to talk to at Watkins Construction and Roofing? I called him a guy's name, and I expect that if they haven't already heard from him this morning, they will by lunch today. And that's who you need to call, too. I know we, we've been blessed this summer. We hadn't had many storms in the last few weeks. Could use a little rain. My grass in my front yard went from being all green and pretty to uh, looking kind of dead. Uh, shout out to my yard guy, R.C. Longcare. He's keeping it nice and uh, nice and tidy for me, but I sure would like to see the green come back. So, yeah, anyway, we could use a little rain, but <clears throat> if you have any uh, roof damage out there, get up and get, get in touch with Watkins Construction Roofing. They'll come out. They'll do a complimentary roof assessment. That means free. They'll let you know what you need. You may just need a repair. You may need a full replacement. I had another buddy of mine. Uh, they, he, he had a little leak in his house. It's like seven, it was only seven hundred bucks to fix. I, I'm surprised they even do anything that cheap. Apparently, they have a minimum. Anyway, but they went out there for something like that, and they treated him like royalty. Constant communications. They they treated a seven hundred dollar fix a leak job like he was replacing an entire roof on a church or something. Just a massive commercial job. This little guy at his house. Those seven hundred dollar fix. 
That's the kind of service I'm talking about. That's the kind of service that I hear about that inspires me to be a better salesperson, that inspires me to get better customer service. Because if this big, huge company treats this guy that's just getting a $700 leak fixed with the same respect and same follow-up and same constant communication that they will one of these big, massive uh, churches that's getting a whole new roof or something. I'm just using church as an example here because they're so big, most of them. <clears throat> anyway, that's the kind of people I want to do business with. That's Watkins Construction and Roofing. Check them out online today, watkinsconstructioninc.com. Go read some of their 500-plus five-star reviews. I've done it here on the show a couple times. You can go read them too. All right, let's take a call here real quick. Hey, good morning, brother. You on there? Hey, so uh, great show, by the way. But I've been hearing all these rumors over since probably Thursday and saw some on the mainstream news that uh, starting mid-September, they're going to start rolling out these mask mandates again, like TSA, Border Patrol, airplanes. Man, I saw that too. Well, I'm just telling you, never again. We cannot fall for this crap again. I don't care what it is. If they, if, if they lock us down again, it's going to get 10 times worse than it was the time before. We just You just got to say, no, use common sense. You know, They lied to us about everything. They lied to us about ivermectin. They lied to us about vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc. They lied to us about all this stuff. Just, you know, stand your ground this time. Don't do it. You know, if you, you Imagine if they put the same energy into making sure people were just healthy, healthy weight, ate healthy, that they did... And uh, trying to stop the sniffles, we'd be a much right. better. We'd be much better off. We wouldn't have to worry about a COVID if people were in better health and eating healthy and didn't weigh three hundred pounds and eating ding dongs on welfare. Right. If if they put half the effort into lying to us, as they do telling us the truth, then we would be a healthy society. We wouldn't even probably need welfare at that point. You wouldn't need all this other stuff because they put so much effort. And to making sure that everybody was lied to, that it just it blows my mind. I mean, where did the flu go? Nobody can answer that question yet. It, it's they just straight up lied. <laughs> COVID was the flu. I don't care what it, anybody says. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's that's what it was, and they just straight up lied to us. And I don't know why more people aren't angry about it because they changed lives. They killed people. I mean, they locked up your grandparents in the hospital and wouldn't let you see them. Uh, why are we trusting anything they say? Yeah, I don't know why people have voted for a single incumbent in the last two years. Not you, either. You, you got a chance to clean house and continue to go back to the same people that locked you down and called you essential versus unessential. It's Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, somebody somebody said the same thing to me the other day, and I agree, I agree 100%. I agree, hundred percent. No, great call, brother. I'm glad you asked about that. I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, I, I look, they try to lock me down again. It, I'm not it, doing it, it. I ain't doing it. I, now, I, I really mean, didn't do it last time either. Let's just be hundred percent honest about this. Well, oh, I didn't either. But but, but I'm not doing this crap. If I want to go well, into a restaurant, I'll kick the damn doors off the hinges if I want. If I have to, I'm not playing their games again. Well, here's the thing. Like whenever I don't, I'm sure you experienced it. Cause I did too. Many of y'all did. You'd walk into a place not wearing a mask, and you have some person over there with a mask on. And it only works if you wear it. Well, at some point, we're going to have to, as non-compliant people, look at the people wearing these masks and not go, man, they are so stupid. Just going, hey, it only works if you wear it. 
you know, and get in their face. Take it off. Absolutely. Snatch them off. Punch them in the face. Get violent. Give violent a chance. Give violence a chance. Whatever it takes, man, because they're going to lock us down hard. They're going to lock us down real hard this time. Oh, yeah. They're going to play. They're going to pretend it's just a little deadlier this time. Oh, yeah. It's just a little deadlier. You're. Just just like they tinkered around with gunshot victims dying of COVID and motorcycle wrecks dying of COVID, they're going to do yeah, all the I same stuff. Yeah, I fell off a bridge, again. but I died of COVID because I caught it halfway down. Or, or just, just think about it, people. How stupid is this? I can walk into a restaurant wearing a mask, but when you sit down, I can take it off because the virus is so smart. It knows I'm sitting down being obedient that I can now die comfortably. I mean, you know, like people just sit back and have to, the people, in, the puppet masters, <laughs> Tate Reeves of the world that come up with these stupid rules. How do you just sit back and say, what do you think we can trick them into doing this today? I really think that's part of it. I really think that, you know, part of it is they're trying to lock us down and get us into the CBDCs and the one world and all that kind of junk. But at the same time, I think sometimes they can sit back and they've had a few cocktails. Like, you know, I wonder if we can make them skip over two ropes before they jump into the restaurant. Let's just see if we can make them do it. Because yeah, if, if your heart rate's up higher, you're less likely to get COVID. Right, because it pumps more vitamins to your system. I don't yeah. know. It's stupid. I really think they're just playing with people. I agree 100%. Great call, brother. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Hey, I mean, look, that's why y'all, y'all get mad at me, a lot of y'all. Clay, why don't you, gonna, why don't you support Tate? Why do you, why do you keep riding on Tate Reeves? Because I remember the crap that they did. And again, I tell y'all, I had a cushy job. I was a essential employee, which I'm grateful for. I could have just kept my mouth shut. And not said anything. But just like today, I choose to stand up and fight for those that don't have the platform. I'm fighting for y'all. Black, white, illegal, legal, immigrant. It don't matter. I'm fighting for common sense. I could have just kept my mouth shut. Working over there at Watkins Auto Sales. And not said a word. Not rocked the boat. I didn't even have to wear a mask. They moved my office to the back of the building because they knew I was going to be non-compliant. <laughs> so I could have been just fine, minding my own business. But I'm fighting for y'all because I'm fighting for common sense. Whenever I run for office, whenever that ends up being, whatever position that ends up being in, being, that's going to be my tagline. Fighting for common sense. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. All right. So I hate to play devil's advocate, but it's just like, we disagree on the Tate thing. I don't think Tate's a great governor, but at the same time, I don't think he made the the COVID rules or the COVID whatever. I think he was just listening to his medical professionals. Now, who were they make it? Huh? Dobbs is an idiot. Oh yeah, I think Dobbs was the mastermind behind everything. But I mean, and to be honest, he was probably taking. Um, directives from uh, the federal government. So, I agree. I mean, my thing is that it's just like how America goes and fights wars for people, and they say that it's, oh, we're trying to bring democracy to these people. But, okay, so do these people want to be free themselves? So, and sometimes you just have to, people have to start their own revolution and their own rebellion. I mean, I I get it. You're speaking out for people who don't have the platform. But at the same time, they went along with the protocol. So, like me, I didn't go along with protocols. Like, I was told to wear a mask. I was like, no, I'm not wearing that mask. 
well, you're going to lose your job. So be it. Like, it, you just have to stand up for things sometimes. And there's a line that people say that, oh, if they ever do that, then, oh, it's going to be all, all hell's going to break loose. But we get closer and closer to that line and nothing happens. Well, the, the, the goalposts keep moving. I agree with you. You're 100% right. And, I, and I'm glad when you call because we don't always agree. But, but the thing is, even you're sitting here saying, you have to pick what your stance is, and you got to be ready to die on that hill, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Whether- I mean, I got, I lost, I lost my job during. I mean, I lost one of the jobs. I had three jobs, but I mean, I lost one of the jobs because I wouldn't wear a mask. I mean, so it's, do you? I mean, would I have done the same thing in hindsight if I were only had that one job? Who knows? But gratefully, thanks to God that I had three jobs. To fall, I mean, two other jobs to fall back on, and it didn't hurt me very well. I mean, very much, but I mean, it it is what it is. You have to take a stance at some point in time, and not have everybody fight your other battles. But great call, brother. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. Good meeting you the other day. Yeah, you too, man. All right, stay safe. Bye. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. Lots of text on the guns and your text line. I'm gonna read y'all's text concerning this. Great, uh, great unintended topic this morning. Those are usually the best ones on the Clay Edwards show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in here to the Clay Edwards show live on 103.9 FM WYAB. Man, they had a huge weekend downtown at Martin's in downtown Jackson. Uh, Had the had the uh, Tom Petty and the cover Tom Petty and the cover band Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers cover band Friday night they had American Automatic my buddy Jordan Schatz and his band Saturday night <clears throat> I know a lot of people went down there for that a lot of folks left my birthday party and uh, went down there for that hey look <clears throat> forecasting into the future here next weekend don't forget Saturdays and Sundays if you'd like to do a little day drinking Sean I'm talking to you if you'd like to do a little day drinking Martin's has Bloody Marys and mimosas, only $3 every Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 2. It is $3 mimosas and Bloody Marys. I was telling a buddy of mine yesterday, we needed to get down there and bring back our Sunday fun days for a little bit. Also, if you like the Fertile Ground Brewery, I think it's Jackson's Brewery there in Bellhaven, they have all Fertile Ground beers for only 5 bucks. That's not bad at all for a for a good for a good craft beer. Also, one of the biggest bands out of Jackson in a long time, the Weeks, are coming home October third. I mean, I'm sorry, October twentieth at Martin's with special guest Dear Bo Jackson. It's their tenth anniversary tour. So, good stuff there. Am I saying that right? The Weeks, Dear Bo Jackson. I think The Weeks, maybe the name of the album is Jimbo Jackson. Anyway, The Weeks. The Weeks will be at Martin's on October 20th. Get your tickets now. Check out Facebook for the links. And don't forget, every Friday night is Ribeye Steak Night at Martin's. And they have the best blue plate lunch in the city. You can check out their menu online to see which day suits you best. All right, that is your update on Martin's Downtown. You can check them out online, martinsdowntownjxn.com for more information. Let's read some of y'all's texts on the Gunzinger text line. 
You've been bringing the heat this morning. I like that y'all don't always just agree with me. That's what makes this fun.、Um, unknown texture here. Says、uh, Clay, when we're in primary season, your argument is valid. However, at this point, one of the two people is going to be governor, Reeves or Presley. No other option. A vote not for Reeves is a vote for Presley. Reeves is still better than Presley. I was like, I get it. I, I do. He said, Kim Wade often gets angry at politicians and recommends voting against or not for them. When there's only one other option, that's like saying, I'm so angry with you, I'm going to burn my house down. And I said back, I can vote for him and still raise hell about it at the same time. He says, true, but others aren't quite so understanding of how things work. I'm not happy with how things work. You know, I mean, I, I will. I, look, I think this race of Presley is going to be closed. I, I'm telling y'all, you know, I don't check off all your traditional boxes to be a, a Republican. You know, there's things that there's, I, I have some liberal views on some things. You know, abortion ain't one of them. I'm very pro life, very pro gun. But I, you know, there's some things that, that the Democrats prom- promote that I would be a fan of if we could make it make sense. And Medicaid expansion or Medicare expansion, whatever, is one of them. I'd like to be able to get some affordable health insurance. You know, so、uh, I'd like to figure that out if we could. But anyway, I, I heard Brandon Presley, I've heard him speak twice now. He's a heck of a speaker. We were at the Rankin County Republican Breakfast a few weeks ago, and I was sitting all out of sight and couldn't see who was speaking. And I, I honestly, I thought it was Michael Guest speaking. I think I'd seen him there. I thought it was Guest speaking because it kind of sounds like him a little bit. And he said something about、uh, you know, health care and Medicaid expansion. I'm like, Michael Guest talking about Medicaid expan- Medicare expansion? They're like, no, that's Brandon Presley up there. I say that to say this. He was saying a lot of things that I don't disagree with. Now, does that mean I'm going to go vote for a Democrat? Absolutely not. Because of what we've just been ranting about this segment or this hour the lockdowns. I watched what Democrat governors did to break their state, to destroy business in their states. I, I, I watched it. I think Tate did about as bad of a job here. Wasn't quite as, as、uh, Nazi ish, but it was still stupid. And he listened to Dobbs. I'm just sitting here. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not having a brain fart. I'm just sitting here thinking in my silence of some of the ridiculous things they did during COVID, especially for the restaurants. This whole. Wear your mask till you sit down. You can't buy beer standing up at the bar, but you can get it at your table sitting down because COVID is only contagious if you're standing up drinking. It's like rubbing your head and patting your belly at the same time while singing a song. And we, we just all just lockstep hopped around with this. Walmart was wide open. Sam's Club wide open. Kroger wide open. Mom and Pop closed. We all know a stylist, a salon owner, a barber. They got put out of work for months on end because of this stuff. Oh, Clay, they got, they got that PPP money. 
Bro, you know, some of these people make three, four thousand dollars a week. The government was supplementing that. With that, not even the PPP money, the, the, the money they pay people not to work. What is it? At the most, it came up to just a shade under a thousand dollars. Man, that don't touch some people's bills, four thousand a month. You can say, oh, well, they ought to budget better. Well, they were budgeted on the lifestyle that they lived based on the amount of money they made. That's a moot point. You know, people with, people with good-paying jobs have nice things. It's one of the perks to working hard and getting a good-paying job. You get to have nice things. The government took that from people. They took their ability to earn away over the sniffles. And yeah, do the sniffles affect some people differently than others? Yeah, and so does alcohol. Alcohol affects people differently than others. Every now and then, bad things happen to good people. But we can't all suffer because of it. You know, it sucks that people died from the sniffles. It, it does. But if it hadn't been the COVID sniffles that got them, it would have been the flu sniffles that got them. But they scared you all with this COVID nonsense. I went back and I watched some of my very first videos ever the other day. I may or may not talk about this on the air. I don't know. I went back to the very end of my YouTube channel or the very beginning. And watched some of the videos of that, of that week that this nonsense started in March of 2020. I would do these little videos riding in my car. And the things I was saying then. And where my state of mind was then is exactly where it is now. Nothing has changed. And boy, do I look smart. Going back and watching those videos, the things I said, the things I predicted. And in my old blue collar butt, GD having, high school dropout having, can predict these things and end up being right. Why couldn't our government? Let's read some more text here on the Guns of Gear text line. Rick says, more people died from the hospital treatments than from COVID. There ought to be tribunals over this. Military tribunals. You know what? I, one of the other things I hate is I have lost complete faith in our medical and scientific complexes. They lost the, the science, science, trust the science. I don't believe anything a scientist says anymore about anything. And I don't believe anything doctors say anymore because of what they did during COVID. You had a handful of frontline doctors that tried to tell you how to fight this thing. And they were basically, they basically got stripped of their medical licenses and got called kooks and crazy and conspiracy theorists, vaccine deniers, science deniers. And they ended up being right. I mean, didn't the, didn't the, uh, the, the department, DHS come out the other day, Department of Health or whatever. Then they come out and say, yeah, if you get COVID, just drink some orange juice and don't come to the hospital. Well, what changed? What changed? So the same COVID, they locked it all down for. 
bankrupted America, basically. They had to stay home for two weeks. I was thinking the other day, y'all remember when Dr. Dobbs created a law? And I was like, when did, when did he get the power to create laws? Remember he created a law that said if you knew you were, if you had a positive test and you were caught out of, out of your house, you could go to jail for like five years or something if you were out in the public knowingly after you got a positive test. Surely somebody else remembers this. I don't feel like Googling it right now. But it's like you would have thought that that would have just, that would have made it. That's the line in the sand right there. That's it. We got to go burn down the, the, the Capitol. That, that's the line in the sand. It wasn't. It was not the line in the sand. As a matter of fact, just erased it and made another line. We let the, we let the medical advisor to the governor tell us that if we had a positive COVID test and we left the house, that we would be get five years in prison up to. And if you got somebody else sick, I think it was even more. I, I, I get the details a little blurry here. But basically, if you were out being a super spreader, knowingly, they could put you in jail. I've lost y'all's minds. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I, I can't forget. I, I may vote for Presley. Just sitting here thinking about this. It got me angry. Angry. Call or stay on hold. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. As you get ready to land the plane for the day, uh, one of the callers called in a second ago and said, man, in Brandon, they put up barricades and gates to lock people from walking around the park on the walking trail there. I imagine, I think I know which one he's talking about. In Brandon, what were some, you know, y'all be thinking about it. And look, I, I got all your texts. I don't have time to get to them today. Thank y'all so much for all the great texts today. Uh, tomorrow, I think I want to talk about, barring any big breaking news here, Let's talk about some of the stupid things that happened during COVID. Um, and, of course, we'll hit up whatever popular news is out there, too. We won't be dedicated to that, but that'll be our kind of underlying question of the day tomorrow, the stupidity that happened during COVID. Uh, let's see. I think I may have time for one text here. Somebody said they saw uh, they saw um, Dr. Uh, one, of my, one of my buddies that does home nursing, I mean, home health, said he received an email a while back, company-wide, to begin wearing N95 masks again. I said, I'd be so mad I'd be punching sheetrock walls. He said, I'm going to pretend I didn't see it. I won't say his name there. Oh, let's see here. Crazy T says, I agree. It was at a medical convention this weekend, and it began, and it's being pushed big time about AI. Ray wants to be able to scan your card, and it has health info on it. Nope, nope, nope. They're not getting anything else from me. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.